Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the Sound Kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, you're listening to the Sound Kitchen. Mm, yummy. And Susanna Wexby is cooking. Welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 6th of August, the 218th day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. There are 147 days until the end of 2022. It's good to be back with you. Last week, I was down south on the famous Côte d'Azur. We go to the same tiny village every year during the last week of July, as do many of our friends, and we have a wonderful time floating in the salty Mediterranean, cooking together, and of course, drinking rosé wine, the summer drink of the French. As we drove back up to Paris, I kept noticing signs for Pont, ecological bridges, and indeed, there was construction over the highway of very, very wide bridges every once in a while. That every once in a while turned out to be when there were heavy forests on both sides of the highway. The bridges are so the wild animals can cross the highway safely without getting killed or causing considerable damage to cars and sometimes people. As a Texan, I know all about what happens if you accidentally hit a deer and it ain't pretty for the animal or the driver. But how do the animals know what the bridge is, that it's for them? I thought, okay, forestry professionals have studied their migratory habits. But my clever husband, Xavier, pointed out the very high fences on both sides of the highway. So high, even a deer couldn't leap over one. So, what they'll do when the ponts are built is to make an opening in the fence right in front of the bridge. The animals will then figure it out. Isn't that cool? Win-win for us all. Vive la France. This is the Sound Kitchen. Are you ready? I do hope so. Because it's time for the quiz. On the 2nd of July, I asked you a question about the group of seven, the G7, who'd met in Germany earlier that week. Attended by the heads of state of members Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, the UK, and the US, as well as Ursula von der Leyen for the European Union, a proposed initiative from their last meeting came back to the table. Called the Partnership for Global Infrastructure and Investment, or the PPII, the seven want to fund infrastructure projects in middle and low-income countries to counterbalance China's infrastructure projects in these same countries known as Belt and Road. In our article, G7 aims to raise $600 billion to counter China's Belt and Road, we gave you a few examples of the projects the PPII plan to take on. I asked you to send me the names of the five examples of PPII projects we wrote about. The answer is, to quote our article, 
flagship projects include a two billion USD solar farm project in Angola, a vaccine manufacturing facility at the Institut Pasteur de Dakar in Senegal, and a 1,609-kilometer submarine telecommunications cable connecting Singapore to France via Egypt and the Horn of Africa. 320 million USD has been earmarked for hospital construction in Cote d'Ivoire, and 40 million USD for Southeast Asia's smart power program to decarbonize and strengthen their power system. End quote. In addition to the quiz question, there was the bonus question: Where is your safest place in the world? Lots of great answers to that, which I'll read you a bit later on the listeners' corner. So don't touch that dial. The winners of this week's quiz are A.K.M. Nuruzaman, who's the president of the RFI Amour Fan Club in Rajshahi, Bangladesh. A.K.M. Nuruzaman is also the winner of the bonus question. This is what he wrote: There is a proverb in English: "God made the village, but man made the city." Today's cities around the world are equipped with modern and advanced technologies and are the centers of advanced lifestyles. The constant rush and the grind of life and the busy wheel of time is the nature of urban life. City people are busy day and night. On the other hand, rural life, where I was born, is all about nature. The soft green of nature, the shade of tranquility, The soft breeze, the morning crow, or the sound of rain on tin roofs, all create blissful feelings and moments that can only be found in rural life. Rows of trees in the village, curved paths, crop fields, homesteads, fishing nets and ponds—everything's like a picture. When I have time, I go back to my village, which is my safest place in the world. I enjoy nature. To sit under a banyan tree on the bank of a small river that flows by the side of the village, I lose myself in the shade of tranquility. Oh, that does sound like a picture. I hope you find time often to go back to your village, Mr. Nuruzaman. You'll find an extra little gift in your prize package this week. The other winners this week are RFI Listeners Club members Timothy Ofori from Kumasi, Ghana. Atikul Islam from Kishoreganj, Bangladesh. Atikul is also the president of the Narshunda Radio Listeners Family, and Rashid Damani from Sila, Algeria. Rashid added this note to his quiz answer. He wrote, "We each possess what is needed to create peace on earth. We all know how to love. We just need to practice using that knowledge in all aspects of life." Peace comes from being able to contribute the best that we have and all that we are toward creating a world that supports everyone. But it is also securing the space for others to contribute the best that they have and all that they are. Amen, brother. Amen. Last but certainly not least, there's RFI English listener Pradeep Basak from West Bengal, India. Congratulations to this week's winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. The 
question this week is not about the hottest, latest French news, but it's really important. Due to Macron's loss of his overall majority in France's National Assembly, the lower house of parliament, which means his party's proposed laws will have a much harder time passing. Compromise, coalitions, all that's now necessary, and we've been watching closely how this new political landscape will play out. As RFI English journalist Michael Fitzpatrick wrote in his 27 July article, after angry debate, French Parliament agrees spending power budget changes. You'll read exactly how that's going. As Michael put it, and I quote, after four days of frequently violent verbal clashes, the French National Assembly on Wednesday morning finally passed the budgetary adjustments needed to finance measures aimed at boosting spending power. End quote. Reread Michael's article and answer me this. How many deputies from the Republican right joined Macron's party to pass the legislation? Again, send me the number of members of the right-leaning French political party Les Républicains who joined with members from Macron's party Renaissance to pass the adjustments to the 2022 budget. To help you with the answer, you can find Michael's article on the Sound Kitchen page on our website, rfienglish.com. It's also on the Sound Kitchen and the club's Facebook pages. If you've been listening to the Sound Kitchen for the past month or so, you know there is now a bonus question every week. If, in addition to your answer to the week's quiz question, you take the time to answer an additional question, you'll be eligible for an extra gift. This week's bonus question is, when are you at your best? It might be a time of day. It might be when you're in a certain place. It might be when you have a certain attitude. It might be when you're with specific people. It might be when you're doing a specific activity. Anything goes. It's all about you. So answer this week's bonus question. When are you at your best? Along with the week's regular quiz question. And you'll be eligible for an extra gift. You have until the 12th of September to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on the 17th of September to see if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a ms, a mister, or a missus. I don't want to get it wrong. Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus 336-3112-9682. That's plus 336-3112-9682. Always include your postal mailing address, and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number. Hi, this is Samuel Francis from Jamaica, the tropical island in the Caribbean, Yemen. 
time for the Listener's Corner, where you'll hear your fellow listeners' answers to the weekly bonus question. This week's question was, where is your safest place in the world? For Father Stephen Wara, it's when I'm at prayer in church, especially during the celebration of Holy Mass and the Eucharist. The same goes for Sajad Hossein, who said for him, it's in the prayer room. Many of you noted that home, your village, and being in nature were where you felt safest. Bernard Egbe wrote, The safest place in the world is my ancestral village. Anytime I visit there, I feel my ancestors are with me because of the unexplainable peace and calmness I feel that happens every time I visit. It's the same for Sahadot Hussein. He wrote, My village home is the safest place in the world. I live in the city, but sometimes I go to the village and stay at home. It seems to me to be the safest place in the world. My village house is open. My relatives live in nearby houses. They're all kind people. I chat with them all day and sleep at night with the doors and windows open. What could be safer than this? Nothing can happen. We don't have that feeling in our cities, do we, Sahadot? For Tazneen Sala, it's when she's under the open sky. And for Rashid Duzaman, it's on the beach. Rajia Khatun wrote, At my sweet home, as did Radha Krishna Pillai. Then there's the safety of parents. This one's really sweet. Shahanaj Parvin Sati wrote, In the lap of my mother. And for Rabea Begum, it's her father's house. Then, Shahanaj and Rabea, your parents succeeded. Of course, our ultimate goal, well, I think anyway, is to send an independent and responsible person out into the world. But I don't think that's really possible if children don't grow up with a sense of safety in their surroundings, in their homes. Obviously, your parents provided that, and good on them. For Said al-Islam, it's his office. For Abu Saleh, it's in the classroom. I sure wish American kids could say that. And for Saleh Likon, it's at the library. Tatia Saleh wrote that for her, it's when she goes to sleep. And for Jobayada Akhtar Jai, it's when he's in a tent. These are two surprises. Mohammed Aksan says he feels safest in a nightclub. And Mohammed Lekun said during an airline flight. Rahin Ali wrote in front of my computer. Raihan, your brothers with one of today's winners, Timothy Ofari. Timothy wrote, my safest place in the world is not actually a place. Well, maybe it is of a sort. It's more a state of mind. It's when I'm on my computer coding. I don't know, but I'm on my A game whenever I code. I see endless possibilities in the world. Collaborative work with peers from all over the world is the best part. I guess it is an actual place after all. My bedroom. My pen pal Jayanta Chakraborty was quite philosophical about his safest place. He wrote that the question reminded him of a poem by the Nobel laureate Rabindranath Tagore, Where the Mind is Without Fear. Here's what Jayanta wrote. The safest place in the world is in one's self. When our mind is fearless and our head is held high in self-dignity, when we acquire knowledge from nature and the world around us and are free from prejudices of caste, creed, color, and superstitions, 
when words come from the depth of the heart and we are truthful, and when we work hard to reach perfection, when we think rationally and logically rather than upon baseless beliefs, when we're open-minded to awaken the God in us to free our minds from ignorance and evils. Thus, when we are fearless, self-dignified, knowledgeable, truthful, hard-working, and broad-minded enough to enjoy life, we will lead a happy and peaceful life. This is the safest place in the world, a belief in ourselves. You're listening to The Sound Kitchen on Radio France International. Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the Sound Kitchen, and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many, many thanks to Erwan Rome for his input and his mixing mastery. And thanks to you for listening. I won't be with you for the next two weeks. I'm off to the French family house in Brittany, but I've left some mighty fine dishes to tide you over until I'm back. Replays of past and present RFI English journalists' favorite music. Mmm, yummy. You got that right, my little love. Be sure you tune in and ladle yourself up a bowl. I'll be back with the quiz on the 27th of August. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. A little reminder, I've never figured out how to post the shows from my telephone onto Facebook. So when I'm out of town, the shows won't be on Facebook. But as you know, they are first on our website, rfienglish.com. The show's usually on the front page by noon Paris time. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch. And stay safe, my friends. I'll play you out with music from Erwan, our sound engineer, who's a musician first and foremost. He plays the conga drums and is a walking encyclopedia of Cuban music. Erwan is a bit sad right now. He told me that just a few months after José Luis Cortés, called El Tosco, passed, now César Pedroso, known as Pupi, has joined him. Erwan said the passing of these two men are huge losses, Both men are, as he put it, great monuments of modern Cuban music of the last 50 years. César Pupi Pedroso was born in Havana in 1946. He left us for that great orchestra on the other side on July 17th. Pupi was a pianist. He became famous with the Orchestra Reve and then as a founding member of Los Van Van. For many years, Pedroso wrote some of Van Van's most important songs, which you've heard on Erwan's Cuban music programs. And in 2001, he founded his own band, Pupi y los Quesonson, with whom he recorded about 10 albums. Erwan had a hard time choosing between so many good songs over such a long career, but he finally landed on Juegala, which means play it. And they certainly do. Juegala is from Pupi y los que son son 2002 album, Que Cosas Tiene la Vida. A literal translation of Que Cosas Tiene la Vida would be something like What 
things life holds with an element of surprise or wonder in it. So go a little farther and you could say it means life is full of surprises or life is strange. I think you get the picture. Erwan and I put a link on the Sound Kitchen and the club's Facebook pages of a concert, Pupi y los que son son, made during the COVID lockdown in Havana. For TV, outside, and no audience, of course. It's in Spanish and crazy rapid-fire Cuban Spanish, no less. And it's not subtitled, but do start at the beginning. The older gentleman wearing sunglasses and a blue and gold shirt is a maestro pupi. Then you'll recognize him when the concert starts. But since you know he's a pianist, you know where to look for him on stage. There are about six minutes of musical outtakes and interviews, and then the concert starts. And it's wonderful. Be sure you watch it. And I double dare you to just try and sit still. Not possible. Dear Poopy, rest in peace. Thank you for giving the world such wonderful music for such a long period of time. And thank you, Erwan, for reminding us all of this wonderful artist. Talk to you next week. En mucha de la fiesta de aquellos años Tuve la dicha de ver al venir Ver al señor Rodríguez también arcano Yo vi a Fajardo y a la Sonora también La melodía y a los hermanos Avilé La Riversa y Chocolate, Pancho y Mercerón La sublime América, Chapotín, la sensación Estrellas cubanas junto a Nero y Aragón De los cantantes de aquellos tiempos No voy a hablar del Benny que es el maestro Había un barro, un Cheo Marquetín Y Roberto Paz, Pancho y Filiberto Con Pedro Luis, Carlos Envale y Barbarito Diez Dominica Verges, Paulina Álvarez y René Manolo Montalvo, la serie Panchito su maestría, pues me gustaba Lili Martínez, el bebo Jesús López y Lino Frías, Rubén González, Orlando López, Benchín, Baro Raúl Reyes con Cabrerita y Mantegón, y disfrutaba mucho a Pepito Palma de la
son, son, se mueren. Pégate más que te entero. 